0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com slash teacherrecharge. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Kindle, Android, or MP3 player. Go to audibletrial.com slash teacherrecharge today. My name is Fred Kep. I'm the host of the Teacher Recharge podcast. This is your last week of school, so I am here to help you get through it. Let's get The party started! Well, 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 what do we have here? I'll tell you what we have here. We have the last week of your first semester of the 2018-2019 school year. You have done some amazing work and i appreciate that i congratulate you for that and just all the all the work all the passion all the effort all the care that you've put into your job to get to this point is so admirable congratulations on an amazing semester and I'm here to help you get through the last week of it. Now, I just kind of wanted to reflect and tell you a little story. Before we get into the show today, I had a teacher in seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade. She was our student council teacher, and hopefully I can get her on the show next semester. I'm definitely going to try for that. She had this thing where she would put on a piece of paper all the different projects and all the different deeds we had done the entire semester. At the end of each semester, she would just put it on a paper, and she wouldn't have any spaces between the projects. She would have like a comma after every single one, just so you knew where one began and where one ended. But she would put all of them down, and I always remember, it would always take up at least one full page, if not two full pages. And that was just crazy to see how much you can do in just one semester, and I guarantee you, you might not even realize it, but you have done that much this semester, and maybe it would help you to get a piece of paper out and start writing all the little things and all the big things, from helping Johnny get a get a pencil to gaining 1500 cans for the can driver or whatever you did like whatever the amazing work that you did give yourself some credit highlight yourself cuz you are doing fantastic work with that said We have an amazing guest once again for the final week of this first semester. Her name is Izzy Byers. She is just back from an 11-month trip around the world where she visited 11 countries and did mission work. She taught and did different projects for 11 months in 11 different countries. It's pretty great to hear about, and she is also a very close friend of mine. I love her to death. She is about to embark on a new album as well, so we'll put the link in the description for the Kickstarter for that. Without further ado, though, let's quit the chitta-chatta and get into the interview with Izzy Byers. Here you go. How's it going to all the teachers out there? This week on the show, we have a very special guest. Once again, I feel like I say that every week though, because every guest we have on here is special. But this is a very good friend of mine. Her name is Izzy Byers. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic, Fred. Fan
0: flipping, fantastic. I'm doing well. So I have a question though, real quick. Where are you located right now? Because usually people are really far away from me, but where are you right now?
1: I'm in Kansas, same as you.
0: Yeah, what? <laughs> in a yeah. very small town though, yes?
1: Yeah, I'm in Arkansas
0: City, Kansas. All right, wait, say that one more time.
1: Arkansas City, not
0: Arkansas. Our, oh, <laughs> wow. Debate. The debate <laughs> goes on. Maybe we'll have a debate on the uh, Teacher Recharge Twitter, which by the way, I just changed the name of the Instagram and the Twitter from at Table of Love. I just changed it to Teacher Recharge, so it's way easier to find us. And we'll have. We might have to have a little bit of a poll there to see Arkansas or Arkansas? (laughs) I know people in Kansas are all going to say Arkansas. So it's great to have you. Now you were just on a crazy trip around the world in how many days how how, was it just was it a year
1: it was 11 months it was
0: 11 months yes and this is called the world race you know what you will explain it way better than i will tell (laughs) tell us what it was all about what were some of the experiences you had obviously we'll get into some of that later on but like what was the basic gist why why'd you want to even do it the
1: world race is programmed through adventures and missions and i traveled 11 countries in 11 months Wow, And I volunteered with different organizations in every country I went to. And I traveled with 20 women. We were actually the first all-female squad to ever launch out of the world race. That was really cool to cover that kind of ground. And then there were so many experiences and so many things that led up to me going. Mm -hmm. And one reason is because I'm actually a music teacher. I was teaching music and I was performer in Wichita, Kansas. And I was locally known. I was becoming pretty near a professional there. And I just began to not be happy with my life and questioning why I was doing music. It's something I wanted to do my entire life. And as soon as I was doing well in it, I was not satisfied. Mm -hmm. And so I just felt this hole in my life. What would my life be without music? What would my life be without teaching it? Because I don't feel adequate and there's something going on in my heart and I couldn't figure it out. So that eventually led to me feeling called to do mission work. I decided to join the world race. And along the way, I actually ended up meeting musicians in every country, specifically jazz musicians, which is my my forte Yeah. after meeting jazz musicians in almost every country, it was pretty clear to me that, that that was something that I was really passionate about. And I didn't realize how passionate I was until I left it behind. Yeah. So
0: what is that? What is that saying? You only know you love her when you let her go. (laughs) Is that edge here? I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's, that's really, that's a, a really interesting just journey in general and I think it really drives home the point we've we've kind of talked about it as the semester has gone on that to be able to take care and 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 do your best work as a teacher or or anything you know teacher coach I mean even to working at a place like I don't know McDonald's you have to first to be able to do that to your full potential you have to first be able to like take care of yourself actually care about yourself and understand when you're not happy something is Probably off sometimes it does take us taking a step back it's okay to take that time, and I think that's super brave of you to be able to make that kind of huge decision. Not a lot of people would it be able to do that and and I really respect you for that, but real quick, so you went to eleven countries in eleven months, and I know this is going to be a really hard question for you to answer, especially on the spot. which country was your favorite out of all of them like beautiful let's let's go purely material wise so like beauty wise which one was your favorite
1: okay beauty wise my favorite was lesotho africa we worked in a valley in the middle of the mountains it's called Lea, and i've never seen so many mountains just like layers of them in my life and you mm-hmm. could just pick a mountain and go climb it and the entire valley was this beautiful farmland and once it started raining it became green and lush and waking up to that majesty every morning was insane yeah. like i would see Okay. So the valley is super flat. It's super long and wide. And it's actually the number one place you can get struck by lightning in the world. Fun fact. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And not only that, but you can see the lightning hitting everywhere in the valley, but you can also see the double rainbow from end to end Mm -hmm. when it stops raining. And you can see both (coughs) ends right in front of you. And it's, it's literally just, full of continuous beauty that you never think you would see or experience
0: wow that led me to a probably a grade school kind of question but you said Lesotho
1: Lesotho it's not Lesotho
0: right okay cool I just wanted (laughs) to make sure we were talking about the same place because like it is spelled like the way you said it the second time right I'm not crazy Wow, I never noticed I never knew that. That is really interesting. And inter- it's also really interesting that you would bring that up right now because your your comment about the lightning. They have a soccer they have I mean they have soccer all over Africa. But <laughs> the fact that you would bring up that tidbit of information, I don't know, life just works in really weird ways. I was watching a YouTube video this is so random. I was watching a YouTube video yesterday <laughs> and it was about like the 15 most tragic events in sports. And I believe it was in, in Les- Lesotho. Yeah. I believe it was there where oh, no. it was actually where the, uh, the whole team died because oh. there was a lightning strike that hit the, the, the field. Now listen to this. This is the craziness. And you can look this up. I'm not 100% sure that it was actually in Lesotho, but I knew it was. I know it's in Africa. So it hit the field and the home team completely fine. The team that was visiting, every single one of them died. What? I know. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to Monday. Happy Monday out there, everybody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. The fact that you would bring that up right now, it's just like, why is why do common themes <laughs> happen like one. <laughs> I don't even know. That's Why so are your weird. worlds
1: colliding? Right,
0: exactly. That's so <laughs> weird. But that's awesome to to just think of that. I'm so jealous. You got to go on that. And it sounds like you had an amazing journey. So you you said you did mission work that whole time. What were some? Just give us an idea of some of the mission work that you did there, and and how you know how God worked through that and stuff for you.
1: Well, with the World Race, you do something different every month. So one month, the first month actually, I was teaching music, classic.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah welcome back
1: yeah right here it is here's your calling and then the second month I was working with an orphanage there were months where I like in Lesotho I would go to the villages and help them do chores and just have make relationships with the people when I was in South Africa I ran a kids camp a leadership camp when I was in Swaziland I worked with the maintenance crew (laughs) oh
0: wow so it's just all over the place
1: all over and i worked with house of prayers i did gosh oh laying the foundation of a house but you because okay. it's a little different because you mix the cement by hand
0: yeah yeah you do wow. that kind of
1: stuff. lots of physical labor i worked with an organization called free burma rangers and they're basically like american military grade people and they help the burmese people fight in their civil war by training them in military mm-hmm. tactics and they're actually on the front lines in iraq and sudan with american soldiers to provide aid so mm-hmm. they're awesome they're incredible honored to work with them yeah i mean honestly the lord just worked through so much of it because he took my heart and just, it was less about me you know it was mm-hmm. more about right. the people i was working with also the the aspect of judgment like we really feel entitled in america and i'm not saying that's like making one feel bad or anything, but, like, yeah no i get you saying like there's a spirit of entitlement over this place
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: causes us to look at people and judge them right. and sometimes even like I could do that with my kids sometimes that I was teaching. Right. And I had to realize this entitlement, like I'm actually here for them. I'm not here for me. Right. I say all day, well, I signed up for this and raised the money, blah, blah, blah. I'm actually not here for me. And just because I'm American doesn't mean I'm entitled to things. And it's really easy to think that way, as terrible as that sounds. Mm -hmm. Because when you go places like you're a rock star, you're a foreigner, you stand out. And it was just so, so humbling. To, to get to serve these people and serve alongside these people and to get to love children. I actually didn't love little children as much before I left. And by the end, I fell in love with little children. Yeah. And you know, I, I think the Lord just really softened my heart and broke it down to where I could see what He was doing through the, the little mundane things that I thought were really stupid. Mm-hmm. He actually showed me that those little mundane things are actually what's building this world, what's building his kingdom, what's also building these children's lives. So me just right. stopping and giving them a compliment or me just stopping and like hugging them during the day, like that will change their life. Right. It seems so small and so stupid and like picking up sticks for a ministry. <laughs> like, that yeah. seems so stupid, but yeah. it's in the grand scheme of things, like it actually saved them hours of hard manual labor, you know, right. Yeah. yeah there's so many little things that we don't realize will impact the earth and it's the little things that turn into the big ones.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is so well spoken. and There's so many things in that just one statement because all of those experiences that you're talking about and stuff, I feel like our listeners and, and me personally can take from it is, is just like those things that you were experiencing in other countries, your perspective on it, we can use in our own classrooms, we can use on our own fields, we can use in our our own day-to-day lives. And I think that's such an amazing perspective you've gained and and that you've gifted us today, which is really cool because the other thing I was thinking about while you were talking was how awesome is it that we have you on our last episode of the semester before christmas break talking about being humbled talking about giving to others talking about how it's not about you because i feel like during this season especially as teachers and as uh, educators we we look at it and we say oh i finally get a break you know, I finally get to kick back. And you do. And that's great. That's fantastic. You, you've you earned it. You deserve a couple weeks to just kick back and relax. Love yourself. That's amazing. Obviously, we talked about that at the beginning of the episode. Take care of yourself. And then you can take care of others to the best of your ability. But also, it is the time of year. And it's the time of, hopefully, not just this time of year, but we can even take that and train our, our minds and, and train our life to where we go into the next semester, with these students with our students and and we really make it not as much about us and we we keep that perspective so I really appreciate that and i I feel blessed to, to even hear that perspective on this episode so thank you so much but with that said it is the beginning of the last week of the semester for most of the teachers listening to this podcast so I have a couple questions that I like to get to so let's do this what are you doing right now when you start a week and how did you kind of like waking up in a, in a different country and And stuff like that. How did you prepare for the week there as well? Like what were you hitting Monday with as far as like, do you have any rituals for the week that you have ahead of you?
1: Well, first of all, I would super recommend that we learn to take a Sabbath. And I know that it, I know that it seems like there's not enough hours in the day. Maybe you have kids, maybe you got things you have to do. But honestly, when we have a day set aside to do nothing, you'd be amazed at how much more you get done during the week because of that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the first thing. And the second thing too, I'm actually having a harder time implementing these things since I got back to America. Um but the second thing is definitely sitting in silence and connecting with yourself spiritually, connecting with the Lord. Just connecting in those things because honestly, when we're not we have this epidemic pervading our culture that we don't we don't hear our own need. We we go on and we fill other people's needs and we, we busy ourselves so that we don't recognize our need or we push down our need with things that, that we think make us happy in the moment. But it actually just creates this giant wall in our spirits. And so yeah. I think when we're able to sit down in silence and just, and I mean, truly be silent and just listen and just sit there, it does so much and focuses you during the day. There's all kinds of things out there, statistics that say prayer and meditation will actually increase your productivity in the week. Right, so, definitely. I, you know, silence and Sabbath, those silence and Sabbath. There you go. There's your catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it. And, and, you know, just the more you talk, the better this episode is because, man, like, think about that go and spend some time with yourself like over the these next couple of weeks that you have a break and stuff go and and sit in silence there's actually a lot to that there's a lot of uh, different leaders that like speakers and stuff that make it a habit every morning they'll read some content but they'll also they always talk about how meditation and and really just having a moment in the day to kind of recharge yourself i that uh, i said the word recharge that's the name that's the name of the show but <laughs> But how that is so important. I mean, it could even be like 10, 15 minutes. I was using a, a an app. I'm not sponsored by them, but Headspace. Have you heard of Headspace? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Headspace is a, a meditation app and it it's actually meditation is like this art form, right? So it's this thing that if you're, there's ways to do it where it makes you that much more refreshed. It makes you that much more in touch and you can get better at it over time. It's just like me trying to be a better, you know, coach or better soccer player. Like I need practice. I need to practice. I need to practice because sitting in silence, like you mentioned, is not the easiest thing in the world to do. It is something where it takes vulnerability. It takes the, the ability to kind of turn off your brain. And that's something that over time can get better and better and as it gets better and better it gets better and better for you and it can really help to recharge you before you go to class before you go to school before you take on the day so maybe over the next couple weeks take 10-15 minutes I know the first like week of headspace or first like 2 weeks are free. No strings attached or anything. I'm like I said, this is not an advertisement. I promise. I'm not actually sponsored by these people, but I did it and it really was it was really amazing. It was super super good. Next question that I wanted to ask. We're actually almost at the break here, believe it or not. I mean, banter the banter is on. I love it. But what is something that you do in in teaching others and instructing that maybe other people could learn from what is something you are doing that makes you you
1: like when i go into a space i realize that i am that child's influence for many years to come for the rest of that kid's life they will think of me in a certain setting especially because i'm a music teacher when they go out and they're playing an instrument, if they had a negative experience with me, they're going to tie me with their negative experiences. If they have mm-hmm. a positive experience with me, they're going to tie me to that positive experience that they had in playing music. And so one day, if they are pretty successful and they'll be like, oh yeah, I had the best teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like We all have that swag. We all yeah. have that, that opportunity. And I just go in thinking about that. And sometimes it involves me deviating from my plan just to make a relationship with that child like a good fun healthy one you know Mm -hmm. sometimes it means that we pause for a lesson for 10 minutes just to laugh so hard and Mm -hmm. talk about star wars yeah it means that i sit there and let them just cry while i talk to them sometimes it and and for me like i have i have the unique opportunity because i mostly do one-on-one when Mm -hmm. i teach private lessons but I have had moments and spaces where I have big groups, and sometimes with those big groups, even maybe they need a moment to just like let all their energy loose and just get Mm -hmm. crazy for a second or whatever they need. Maybe they need a break. You know, I'm just like I either overplan or I underplan. I never really have an in between.
0: Yeah, (laughs) right.
1: Because when I overplan, it always it always doesn't work, and then when I underplan, it's like shoot. Well, I guess I could have done more, but at least now I can like make space for the things that I need that for what they need, because ultimately like where their headspace is, is where they're going to be able to function. Well, if I recognize right. them, now. exactly. So even that can influence your, it can make you a different influence for them. It mm-hmm. can make them think of you as a different teacher. It makes them respect you too. And they feel respected. Mm-hmm. So I guess like just remember like you actually have such a beautiful opportunity. Don't look at it as scary. Look at it as beautiful because you have the chance to change a child's life for good and you have a chance to be implanted in their memory and for them to like have just such sweet memories of you. So those are things that I kind of think of. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, we are going to take a real quick break. Thank you sponsor and we will be right back. you the listeners of the teacher recharge podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service now whenever i have a guest on the show i ask them for a recommendation for a book you can check out on audible so izzy what is your recommendation the music
1: lesson a spiritual search for growth through music by victor wooten
0: awesome sounds great well if you would like a free audio book version of that particular book. You can just go to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge and wait what you don't just have to get that book Oh, you could get over a hundred and eighty thousand titles to choose from for your iphone android kindle or mp3 player as well So you could get that book or any other of those books Oh my gosh, you could get one for free and you get a free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge And by doing that guys, you're not just supporting audible. You're supporting this podcast as well So back to the show And we are buh, 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 back What? I need to have like a sound, like one of those little boxes where I can press a button and it'll be like, woohoo! Like, yeah, that would be <laughs> sick. Oh, I just need, I need one of those things because my sound effects are just my guinea yikes. am I right? It is my favorite part of the episode of the week of the entire, of my entire life. I don't know. It is such a great time because it is story time. Boom. It's story time. This is a moment of the show where I just give the floor to my guests. They tell us a story. Now this story could be happy. It could be sad. It could be motivational. It could be whatever they want. So Izzy, what is your story?
1: Well, I came in thinking of teacher stories for y'all. And I have a couple from different places around the world. My first one is in Malaysia, and in Malaysia, we actually worked with refugee kids. And this is the type of place where, like, you'll have a mom on a motorcycle, and all five of her children will be on the motorcycle with her. Type thing. Like, this place is is very different. You know, people are pretty poor, and they go to these different schools and they get an education. And a lot of people will come in and volunteer with these schools and try to help them with like English and stuff like that. Because there's not a lot of people that Mm -hmm. can speak English. So for the refugee camp, we we came and we helped them speak English. Well, one of my friends is from the north. And so she says things like, rig. Bag. <laughs> bag. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. And <laughs> she was teaching one of the kids how to say bag and like trying to get him to sound it out. <laughs> she kept saying, Big. <laughs> big. <laughs> oh my. It was so long and drawn out, and I just stared at her and was just laughing. Cause like I was helping another kid, but trying to focus on my kid, but also not <laughs> focusing because. <laughs> This was too good. That's awesome. <laughs> and the best part was hearing the child say it back to her. The child <laughs> was so confused. They're like, I thought it was bag, and now they're saying bag. <laughs>
0: so the, the kid was like, like big. It's <laughs> like, what's going on? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Oh. Yeah, it was
1: so good. And I told her later, she goes, Yeah, I know. I don't know why they make me teach English. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Don't you know? Don't you know? Eh? Oh my gosh. I am so sorry to everybody from the North that I just offended <laughs> with that horrible, horrible accent. You don't even want to get me into other accents. No, that is that is such a good story. That's really funny. But <laughs> well, a couple things that uh, I was thinking about while you were doing that. When you, when you told her about it, I love her reaction of like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I don't know why they like. It's so important that We understand that it's okay to laugh at at things like that. It's okay to laugh at ourselves. It's okay (laughs) to sometimes even laugh at our colleagues. Things happen that are funny. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and it is okay to see that look your your students will see that it'll just make you happier first of all, and then second off, it shows people that you're not just all about seriousness and and you're not so into yourself that you can't enjoy a little bit of fun so that's really really awesome. I love that story, so we are about out of time here after that wonderful story time, like I said, favorite part of the well I guess the year right because we're almost to the end so if people want to reach you or help you with i don't know say a kickstarter or something (laughs) where where can they do that
1: well there's a couple places you can go to izzybyers.com and click on the kickstarter button when you get there i'm actually trying to to record an album right now that's about my travels around the world and this album is actually meant for musicians and it's meant to to kind of teach them and uncover their identity as like true people and not just as like musicians. And I found a big passion for for loving them while I was gone and for just like opening my heart and my home to them. So this Kickstarter campaign runs until Christmas day and I'm trying to raise $5,500 and so far I have nine backers. So if you're interested, go to izzybuyers.com click the Kickstarter button on the opening page. My Instagram is Dizzy BYE and my Facebook is Izzy Buyers. I don't actually currently have a Twitter, which I've been needing to get and thinking about getting. <laughs>
0: okay. No worries. Sweet. Awesome. Well we will put a link in the description to all of that good stuff. And yeah, go back her Kickstarter. That would be amazing. I am excited to hear what this album has to offer so if you have anything to offer to help that along i would appreciate as would everybody else and i mean heck you could even listen to it which would be amazing with that said thank you so much for coming this has been a flipping awesome interview merry (laughs) christmas to everyone out there and until january 7th you know what should we say to them what should we sing them a song izzy what what do you think have yours we wish oh that's good we (laughs) wish you a merry christmas
1: We wish you a Merry Christmas. Together now.
0: And a Happy New Year. Oh, amazing. Merry Christmas, everyone. If you or someone you know would be perfect for this podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Don't be shy. Just email teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to give us a Christmas present, We wouldn't mind that either. You could just leave us a rating and or review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you could just leave us a positive rating or review, it would really mean the world. Also, we'd just love to hear from you. So that would be great. As mentioned at the end of that last episode, we are taking a slight break in the action till January 7th. That is when the kids go back to school from winter break here in Wichita. So we'll go ahead and take a break until that moment in time. We have a wonderful lineup of guests though for next semester. And that's all because of the support from you guys. We got to over a thousand listens this year, which is Amazing for a first semester podcast. So I am forever grateful for that. Some people that are coming on next semester you can look forward to is Mitchell Meehan who is an amazing educator, 6th grade teacher in Chicago, Illinois. We have Joel Habaker, who teaches history and is a soccer coach and a phenomenal man at that. We also have Dr. Mark Bartel, who is the conductor of the Friends University Singing Quakers here in Wichita, Kansas. He is a living legend. Excited to bring him on. We also have the My Life Online guys, Dave and Blake. A fantastic lineup, all made possible by you. I am so blessed and so humbled to have you listening to this show. If you could tell 10 friends about it and we can just go into 2019 with even more positive vibes, even more strategy, and just start to build a community of teachers that help each other and serve each other and help each other get better. Now go out there, have a wonderful week, and make a difference in your students' lives. Every day you have an opportunity. Take the opportunity today. All right. Bye.